to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And tonight, I've got an old friend who um, I've known since our time over at UWM. And she is a MMA fighter. Uh, she does a martial arts. And first person I've ever had on the show to talk about that kind of stuff. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the art of self-defense and uh, why she does it. So Laura Tuzinski, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to talk to you and have a conversation about martial arts. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. Um, it's so good to see you. How are you? I've been doing what well. I've been doing pretty good. I mean, considering COVID and everything going on, um, I'm just happy to have a job. Honestly, I was out of work for like six months and then my gym closed too. So I was just so bored. All I really did was I tried to exercise, but for the first like three months or three weeks, not three months, for the first three weeks, I was like, okay, I can run and do all this stuff. You lose motivation so fast. So it just turned from exercising to Netflix all the time. Totally. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, that's kind of a, um, that's quite a disruption in your, in your flow, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I got laid off in March and then uh, like, I've just been going through a lot of changes this past year. Um, I mean, most of it is it's for the most part, like for better. Um, like I live by myself now, um, had a little brief relationship, uh, thing going on, which ended. Uh, so I'm kind of just back to being kind of free spirited, but we talked about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And uh, Laura, we first met four years ago, uh, Mm -hmm. through our good friend, Callie Rivera, Shout out. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we um, both love you and miss you. I love her so much. Um, she's, the, she's great. Um, and uh, we like clicked pretty fast, I thought. You know, we became friends pretty quickly. Last wow. time, the last time I saw you was like a year and a half ago when we like met at Collectivo just to catch up. And yeah. uh, you were first starting the podcast, weren't you? Yeah, I was still pretty fresh into it, but you were also, like, really fresh into the whole, like, martial arts stuff, too. Like, um, I don't even remember if you had done it yet or if you were thinking about it, which we'll get into. Um, But, yeah, um, I guess that's kind of a good place to start, Laura. Like, uh, so where did your interest peak in getting involved in uh, self-defense? All right, so I guess there's a couple reasons that I started martial arts. Um, My whole life I had wanted to box and I love just like, I don't wanna use the term boy sports. I wanna use the term like predominantly male sports. I've always had a huge interest in them. Mm. I don't know why. Part of that thing for me, I feel like that's part of my purpose in a way. Um, But yeah, so let's see, back in 2018, I started boxing. Um, I was in a really bad place in my life. Like, I just was hanging out with the wrong people. 
and um, I finally had enough money to actually start boxing because my parents refused to like ever let me box and so when I finally did that I think for me that was kind of God's way of like guiding me out of everything bad and all the trouble that I kept getting myself into and so that's kind of where it started and at that time I really I took an interest in fighting but for the most part it was just me kind of training and learning how to throw a punch and how to do the really just foundation general foundation and then around the time I think when we met up was when I was preparing for my first fight so within that time period I like up until the end of 2018 um I started taking it way more seriously like so by January 2019 I was going every single day just pouring my heart into it and just really trying to I don't know let out everything that I held inside me for so long and um at that time too I had started sparring and let me tell you so sparring I had never been in a fight I'd never been punched in the face it was the weirdest realization I'd ever had in my life but and you feel this adrenaline and when you talk about love versus fear like going in there you feel so afraid because it's so out of your comfort zone like you've never done this stuff in general it's just all martial arts well when you first start it's completely out of your element and a lot of times you're just terrified and you're so fearful and you don't know what to expect and then after you do it you're like a whole nother person like i feel like i went through a spiritual transformation while i was boxing and while i started kind of my initial martial arts because you start to feel a new part of your soul essentially like and um so after i started sparring that's when i started connecting almost to god more than i'd already had because I, I told you this a long time ago i had converted to islam and even around that time i just felt like even though i converted i lacked a connection to god and i feel like i felt it more because you have to trust so much going into the ring you have to trust so much that okay i'm gonna be okay because if you don't have that you're always thinking what if this what if this happens what if this so it just gives you a sense of kind of calmness and yeah so that was originally how i first got into it and what really intrigued me about it too was because it almost gave me a better mind and body connection where i felt like and i think a lot of athletes have this too not just with boxing but also with just um you know any sport really because you start to have to connect more and you start to push your own limits you push your own comfort zone so you're like you know even with running like a lot of people like running it feels so painful for your body but if you push through it with your mind you feel like you're pushing the limits of yourself and essentially to me that's kind of a spiritual experience or at least that's how i interpret it but um yeah so uh after i started sparring and doing all that and after my first fight was especially when i started feeling that and i just kind of realized i love to fight let me tell you, the first time I pushed, punched a girl in the face as hard as I could, like, that was just such a weird experience. I felt so bad. Like, I was like, I wanted to say, I'm so sorry, but you cannot, like, <laughs> otherwise she's going to attack you back, so you can't do anything, you know? Well, that's the thing. So, that's, like, because you were just always so, like, just sweet and, like, kind, and I could never, like, see you hurting a fly, like, when we were always <laughs> friends, and just, like, you know, hearing that you're kickboxing and sparring and yeah, you're punching Literally people in the people. face. You're like, damn, Laura's. <laughs> I felt yeah, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like... literally like, 
it's funny because if you're if I'm not in in a fight like when I'm in a fight I have to put myself in almost like a I don't want to say it but it's true like a psychopathic tendency like you have to otherwise you know that's how where you put yourself in danger is when you don't have that kind of barrier around yourself because when I'm sparring in practice I don't want to hurt anyone like I feel so bad when I punch someone in the face like when I gave that person the black eye I was like oh my god I did not mean to and they're like it's fine. It's part of the sport. Like, right. don't worry. So everyone knows what they're getting themselves into, but I'm still feel so bad if I injure someone. Yeah. Well, I imagine like it plays into the fight or flight response. Like yes. you can't, you really have to pick which direction you're going. Like yes. you're either going to be offensive or defensive. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you can't get caught in the middle. Otherwise your rhythm's going to get thrown off and you're going to, that's where like is an even greater risk that like you could get hurt or somebody might be hurt in a way you did, you might not intend to or something. And for that reason, like you really just got to like stay grounded in the, just the whole process of the whole thing. Yeah. And, when you say that too, it, it makes you, when I say spiritual journey to it, this is also what I think of too. You have to be so present and you have to be so present with yourself and knowing what's going on around you. You cannot be in your mind and your subconscious just kind of, you know how when you're just going through life sometimes and you're just kind of, you know, you're not really thinking about what you're doing. Everything's kind of an autopilot. Yeah. You cannot be like that. It's, you have to be so reactive to the things going on around you which is something that does not come naturally with fighting. Like fighting, like when I first started sparring, that's how I was. I was all co like coiled up, so terrified. Yeah. Not terrified, but it's just, it's so different. It's out of your element. It's nothing you've ever really done before. And um, I don't know, it, it takes time. And even I'm still not fully comfortable, but I can definitely feel my progression in the sense that like you you get so nervous and you get so much more adrenaline. And now like that I've been doing it longer too, I can feel myself not getting as kind of fearful when I'm going, I feel more comfortable and I'm ready to actually fight instead of fly away. <laughs> right. Because that's exactly like you being afraid or being apprehensive is like exactly what's going to give your opponent the advantage. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, obviously like no one like, wants to hurt each other but without that kind of but you're only going to get hurt worse if you don't have that adrenaline guiding you through it exactly like you need some sense of urgency to be able to be in there you have to have kind of a fire under your ass to be like hey this person's trying to knock you out like you need to be paying attention you need to like just sit in the matrix and just stay there and have a tunnel vision don't think about anything else. And that's another thing it helped with too, because I have really bad anxiety and I hate public speaking. Like even being on camera now makes me nervous. <laughs> and I was, I was in a ring filled. There was like, the ring was, you know, in front obviously. And there was 300 people around me. And the first thing I think about was like, oh my God, there's people around me. Like they're all going to watch me fight. But when you're in there, you don't even think about it you know, like, and that was one thing that was crazy to me was I thought that I would think about it. And, you know, when they talk about like, um, what's the term, like, when it's your ego versus your soul, or what is it, you know, what I'm talking about, but it's basically like your ego in the sense that 
you're so worried about what other people think about you. It's like, that's not the point of why you're doing this. And you kind of have, you have to ground yourself a little bit and be like, this is not about other people. And you're just oh, afraid. Uh, like you have to remove everything external around you, all the possible judgments that our people are having, whatever it might be like for me, it was like, Oh, it's my first fight. Like people are gonna be able to tell it's my first fight. Just all those thoughts of like what other people think about you. And then I kind of have that realization of, that's just me being afraid of something so stupid. Like, I love this sport. Why would I let all my fears destroy my potential, essentially? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of my first experience fighting. And then I met my boyfriend at the time after, briefly before that fight. And so at the time I was just boxing and I had, I really wanted to become a boxer. Like I, I kind of knew right away, like I, you know, I went to school for accounting. And um, I hated it. <laughs> I still do it to this day, but I'm just not a big fan of it. But um, so I kind of knew that I wanted to like become a professional athlete. I didn't, or a fighter. I didn't know if I wanted to become a boxer or I had always thought about MMA. And so then I met my boyfriend. He worked at, he was a manager at Sales Pizza. I know you always liked going there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. And so I'd always get free pizza for the longest time. <laughs> but um so those when garlic I met, I knots, can... those garlic knots. They're so good, right? Oh, good, yeah. So good. yeah. I know, that was my favorite part. I always tried to ask for two. <laughs> yeah, They're so good. Yeah. But um, I actually was with Callie when I, well, kind of with Callie when I met her, met him. And so I walked into the pizza shop and he was there and I was like, oh, um, somehow it came, the topic came up. He has like really bad cauliflower ears. So I kind of knew he was like a wrestler or a fighter or whatever it was, but I didn't want to be weird and ask him. But, um, so then it came up that I was a boxer and he's like, Oh, no way. Like I'm a professional MMA fighter. And so I'm like, Oh, no way. And he's like, yeah, I have a fight. And so he starts showing me his fight. And then I thought it was super cool. And then he kept swiping and I saw an Albanian flag and I'm like, Oh, I'm Albanian too. <laughs> so then it just happened to work out and it was cut and he's Muslim too. So it's just like everything combined worked really well. And so he's the one who actually got me into MMA cause I'd been boxing and it just got very monotonous and it was only punching. And then that's where I shifted. And I now train at Rufus sport, which is um, run by Duke Rufus. Who's a, he's a champion Muay Thai fighter and kickboxing coach. And um, that's on, that's kind of by Blue's Egg, if you know where that is, on like 76 in Blue Mound over in that area. So it's in that same building. And um, yeah, so I went there one day and I watched him practice and I'm like, I think I want to do this. So that's where I made the switch. And um, I haven't fought MMA yet, only boxing. I've just been waiting and just kind of learning because MMA is more, it's a combination of like Muay Thai kickboxing and then um, the wrestling and jujitsu and just whatever other people do to like judo and all that stuff. But um, the difference between Muay Thai and kickboxing, I mean, in an MMA fight, it doesn't matter, but kind of when you're learning the fundamentals, kickboxing is just boxing with your hands and then your legs too. So kicks and punches. And then Muay Thai is when you add in the punches, kicks, the knees, the elbows, and then you can, you know, take people down by sweeping them and all that stuff. So those are kind of the differences between that. Whereas boxing is just your two hands, which is why it got so monotonous. Yeah, for sure. There's not as many maneuvers you can pull. 
Yeah. Well, and that was one thing that was really hard for me when I switched over. It was just a com- like completely new realm of everything. And I was so terrified because boxing was a lot less contact, whereas now I'm like wrestling and it's very sweaty and just very gross sometimes. <laughs> like, but um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, it's, but it's a, like you said, it's a lot more variables. Like a lot more can happen to you in when you're sparring in MMA versus boxing. Sure. Usually boxing, you can get kicked in the face, in the body, and that's about it. Whereas like MMA, anything can really happen. Yeah. Um, what about like, what exactly are the fundamentals of uh, jujitsu? Jiu-jitsu. So, oh, I'm probably not going to explain this right, but hopefully I do. Um, jiu-jitsu essentially is anti-wrestling, I guess, in a way. Um, so wrestling is more, you know, like takedowns, that sort. And then jiu-jitsu is on the ground. So it's another word for jiu-jitsu is like grappling. And mm. essentially what you do is you want to submit the person. That's the goal. So that includes things like choking people, arm bars. So breaking people's arms, wrist locks. So pushing their wrist like this, knee, um, you know, just all that type of stuff. Um, so that's the main goal of jujitsu. And, you know, you get points based on certain positions you're in. So as you go through, you know, learning the fundamentals, you learn which um, positions are the best to be in and how to get to those positions and all that sort of stuff. Oh, sure. Okay. I got you. So, and MMA is just like basically blending all those different styles into just whatever style you feel um, is most appropriate in the moment kind of thing? I guess it depends on one, what your foundation is and what you come from. So for me, I'm more comfortable boxing because that's what I came from, but it's not MMA mixed martial arts. It's not strict. Like you said, it's a mix of things. So it's not strictly just me boxing. I have to be prepared for anything to happen. So that's why you kind of learn everything. So it's very reactive. And like you said, it, you kind of have to just um, be reactive in that sense and be prepared for whatever's coming. But naturally people are going to go towards what they're comfortable with and what works and what wins fights. Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, um, so I, so I, I, just a little background. Um, I know nothing about self-defense, nothing about it, Laura. The most I know about like, anything I know about like martial arts or anything is what I learned from playing Mortal Kombat. Um, so I have. Like, I don't know if that really counts. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of just, you know, uh, an, a, a question from somebody that's totally outside of the whole thing. So like, what does like training typically look like? You can start with boxing, but like, yeah. what do your drills and like warm ups and like, how do you really like, uh, train and keep building? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, st- I'll kind of go through all of them, but I just wanted to say too, cause you're talking about self-defense. Um, kind of what I would personally think would work best in a, like in a, what's the word, in an argument or in a, like, if you ever were to get yourself, I personally in think a scuffle? So boxing, a scuffle. Yeah, a scuffle. We'll say it, we'll use the word scuffle. I like that. <laughs> uh, so if you ever were to get yourself, I, cause 
there's, you know, some people like even, especially I think of smaller people and like, especially like women and people just naturally who are smaller. Like if some huge person was gonna come up and hurt you, to be honest, boxing is not gonna work because not necessarily, but you're a lot less likely to affect that person and to actually be able to utilize your self-defense if the size difference is significant. So I personally, I've talked about this with my boyfriend too. We think a combination of wrestling and jujitsu is probably more effective than boxing because um, people don't expect it. Naturally in a street fight, people think of just using their hands or whatever. But if you're able to throw in those other variables, they won't know what to do. Like not many people are trained in jujitsu or wrestling and really know how to like handle that sort of situation. Like people don't know what to do when you get taken down, you know? So I think that if you were to take self-defense, in my opinion, that's probably the best um, martial arts to choose from or the best discipline to choose from. But um, going through, you were saying to go through kind of each, discipline yeah do you do like do you do the punching bags and shit (laughs) i mean yeah that's like that's all i think think about like when we're talking about boxing like i just think about just the like the movies like rocky and what's the other one Uh, creed where they're like always hitting the bag i mean it kind of is like that i won't lie like boxing when i was boxing i hit the bag a lot like for at least an hour a day and um which is very 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 exhausting but so i did a lot of that and then as well too my coach um my former boxing coach mercedes uh coach mercedes he uh works in bayview um at his gym amc and he helped me a lot with um, holding pads so i really learned the fundamentals that way and then once i kind of learned the basics then i started hitting the bag more so I learned that way, but more commonly, you'll like where I'm training now at Rufus Sport, uh, they hit the bag first and then they kind of hit the pads. But I guess either way, it just really depends, but that's how I learned it. And when you're training boxing too, because it's so, ex- it's so physically exhausting and like hitting the pads, hitting the bag is very tiring. So a lot of people who box also run a lot too. So in my training, that's what I was doing was boxing and running. Gotcha. Um, and then let's see, going through kickboxing and Muay Thai. I mean, it's, it's similar, but it's not, you know, because you're still using your hands and then also learning how to kick too. It's basically the same thing, except um, in martial arts, you don't really run as much because you have such a variety of things, you know, you can do and train to get yourself in shape. Um, but yeah, I'm a, a lot of my kickboxing classes and Muay Thai is actually more like stand up kind of sparring but doing more situational things so like okay if this person you know is to throw this hand and this hand um you know teaching how to block and stuff it's more like reactive like what we were talking about where it's not just hitting the pads and stuff like not just learning how to hit but learning how to get comfortable getting hit at and you know how to block your kicks and all that so that was more kind of what i learned when i started moving into like the more muay thai kickboxing and then um with wrestling i just really learned basic takedowns i'm still very very elementary when it comes to wrestling but those foundations too like in my wrestling class now we're just doing very very basic 
um, fundamental wrestling and just learning that. And it's been very, very helpful, especially in applying it and sparring and all that. But um, I can't really speak much for wrestling aside from just doing drilling and taking down and going live. But um, I will just say that in general with wrestling and with anything in MMA and anything in just any martial arts in general, you have to fail. You have to be comfortable failing. You have to just realize and be comfortable and accept that you're going to get hit in the face. You're going to get your ass kicked. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and another thing too, that is super, like you will literally get your ass kicked. I get my ass kicked every day. My, I, I get my ass kicked and I get my ass handed to me more than I am able to do with other people (laughs) by far. Yeah. You get to kick ass and and like, yeah, like that's the, 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 the flip side of it, you know, is like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, like you said, that's how, that's how you get better. That's how you learn to kick ass is when you're able to get your ass handed to you. That's when you become so strong. My coach always says pressure makes diamonds. When you're under pressure like that, that's when you grow the most. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to be, you get very humbled very easily. If you come into the gym with an ego and you say, I know everything, you're going to get your ass handed to you because you, you will get humbled. And at the end of the day, you learn so much more in general, no matter how much boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, jujitsu experience you have, you always have to be in a state of wanting to learn to, to grow or wanting to learn. And that's the only way that you'll grow is because you have to admit that you know nothing because that's how you learn the most. You have a very open mind and you are just an open book for the actual masters to teach you and to just learn new things too, even if you are a master in it, always be willing to learn and don't even consider yourself a master, just see yourself as a learner. And I think that that is so important with any martial arts and just in life in general, that's a really good philosophy to live by. Um, and then the last one, jujitsu. Jujitsu, um, <laughs> basically the same thing though. It's a lot of drilling and a lot of, um, you know, rolling and going live and practicing grappling and practicing getting submitted and submitting other people, all that sort. My ass would get humbled so quick. <laughs> like if I walked in there, especially because like, you know, especially when you haven't had that kind of discipline, like your whole life. Um, yeah. yeah, you quickly have to learn to be okay with getting your ass kicked. And I mean, like, yeah. you know, like you said, you know, even the teachers are students still, you know, you're always a student to what you do. Um, and uh, even like the masters will continue to have to go out of their comfort zone, you know, if they want to get better at something. And uh, it's kind of the nice thing about, um, you know, just with any creative or, I don't know, I mean, I, Martial arts has the word art in it, so it is an art form. You know what? Martial arts is creative to me. And I I have suppressed my creative energy for a long time. I used to love to like draw and read and, or like and write and all that. And I've really suppressed that. But I feel like I've been able to sh- channel it in a way through martial arts. Because when you're grappling and stuff, you have, to, you have these situational things where in, you learn your own style as you go. Like, you everyone's body is so different everyone's muscles the way that they're attached to the bone so different that every it becomes an art form for everyone if you've ever watched ufc fighting or just mma fights in general you see how different the styles are and sometimes that's not just the coaching too sometimes 
I believe it's what you're comfortable with and it's the style that you create. So it is an art form. It's a really weird way of an art form, but I mean, it's how you express yourself in when you're in a state of, I don't know what the word is, but when you're in a certain state of fight or flight, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll use well, that term. Or when you need some level of like moderated catharsis, if that makes yes. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, tell me about a little bit about getting hurt. Uh, what are what are some? Uh, tell me about tell me about getting your ass kicked, Laura. Oh, let's see. Well, well I will say in the I will start before. Sorry, before you before you <laughs> answer, that is why we had to move our episode back a week because uh, you got hit. And, I got um, hit last week. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know that's that's something I have to be sympathetic to. Like you know, gonna have a MMA fighter on the show. Gotta be sympathetic <laughs> that she she might get knocked real bad and uh, have yeah, to I might like, be in the hospital, like <laughs> right, Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I will say since I stopped boxing, I do not get hit in the head as much because with boxing like I said, there's only two places you can hit, the stomach or the head. So you're constantly getting rattled in the head. Um, so that being said, I've got my nose used to get so purple because people would just keep hitting it and my nose is pretty, pretty large. So when it gets hit, it just turns blue. Like my parents would be like, is your nose blue? And it's like swollen not to hear. And I'm like, yeah. So, and you get a lot of headaches too from that as well too, like from getting hit. And I got a lot of nosebleeds like all the time, which have not decreased. I actually had a nosebleed before speaking with you. <laughs> I got punched in the face. But that's also because of like dry weather and stuff like that too. So most people do not get bloody noses. Um, but I guess general training injuries, um, you have to be careful with your knees a lot. Um, People tear their ACLs a lot, especially in like wrestling and jujitsu. Jujitsu, I would say you probably have the most injuries because of the way that other people are manipulating your body. Like it's not natural for your body to be hyper, for your arm to hyperextend and to be pushed backwards. There's a lot of arm breaks and, um, you know, your fingers get caught sometimes under people. Um, a lot of different things. My right now, um, I'm just trying to think of general injuries that like my boyfriend and I both have for me right now. Um, I've gotten leg kicked a lot and my, the side of my leg is just killing me. Like I have a huge bruise, like this big on the side of my leg and I can barely walk on it. And so things like that. And, um, which is preventable if you, if you're not like me, I still get my ass beat. So that's kind of why. Um, and then he, let's see, I'm trying to think too. It just really depends on the person, I think, too. Like, it depends on your style a lot because, like, for some people, like, my ears are killing me right now because I'm starting to get cauliflower ear. So if you, you know, you rub and grind a lot on other people or on the mats, you get a lot of pain in your ears from cauliflower. I'm lucky enough to never have mine drained yet, but my boyfriend's had his, and you can, you can tell he's had his ears drained. It's, they're just, they get really big and really poofy. Luckily, mine aren't, like... Dumbo, like, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so there's a lot of different possible injuries. Oh, but I can't forget the most common. Well, not most common, but getting cuts on your face. That's another one. 
a lot of times that's from getting need in the face or a lot more so during fights and stuff, but it just really varies. I don't even know how to answer it. <laughs> yeah, well, you said you haven't gotten hit in the head until like not as much until last week. So what happened? Did you like get a Oh yes, I gotta explain that. So yeah. I still don't get hit in the head as much, but I still get hit in the head. So last week, what happens is, I don't know why I was just in a mood and I had a little bit of adrenaline. I was just in a bad mood. And so I think I was hitting a little harder than what I was what I usually do. And so I was going at it with this guy, the one that I gave a black eye. And so I like threw this really hard um, hook. And right as he did that, it just like when I threw that, I kind of put my hand down and it was just like that. And I just snapped my head back and I was just out of it. Like I, after that I was done my nose was bleeding. I was just like dazed and that does happen. I had a pretty bad headache then after too. But typically that does not happen. But every once in a while when I am sparring, if I'm going too hard or if, you know, we're both going too hard, that's usually when it happens. But yeah, that's when it requires Advil and all that. So, but that's very rare. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, damn, well, uh, I'm glad you're on, on the mend there. Uh, I'm glad you're <laughs> well enough to do it this week. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I had the same class today that I, so luckily I didn't get my ass handed to me too much last week I was like I just had to go to bed right away I'm like I need some Advil some Excedrin or something and just pass out <laughs> yeah totally for sure no worries um yeah um I guess my last question is um so I know you said that uh you know you haven't uh had a fight yet since you've done MMA but I guess like yeah, like, what's your next step? Like, what are your goals um, here in the next couple months? Like, yeah, like, what's next? Yeah, so I guess the reason why I haven't had a fight yet is mainly because um, COVID, I'll say. So hopefully, I was hoping by, like, May or June that I would have been fighting already, but, you know, everything happens for a reason, and that's, you know, whatever. But I guess my goal is is to fight either by the end of the year or sometime early next year. That's really my goal. Um, I just keep training, you know. I I'd obviously have to cut some weight. I'm still eat whatever I want, pizza, <laughs> all that stuff. Sure. So I guess that's my main goal is to try to get a couple of fights next year. Um, and hopefully there is a tournament that for now is in Czech Republic. It's been changing all the time, but it's a world champion tournament so fingers crossed I can get into it and it actually happens and I could be called a world champion by next year amateur world champion so fingers crossed that's the goal that is my, I mean my ultimate goal is and I'll say it here first so you're the first person to hear it I will become a world champion oh that's dude that's dope that's Laura. the goal that is and um you know, I just put myself in that mental state. I try to give myself really a purpose to drive towards that. So that's my long-term goal is really, you know, I'm not in a rush to hit that point, but that is like the goal. So, you know, but however long it takes, I got time. I'm not, you know, I'm still young. Um, I didn't start, start it super young, but I did start it young enough that I have a chance. So 
yeah, I'm just going to keep working, um, you know, at that. I, I do work full time. So I've been working from home now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm fortunate enough to do that. But I guess my goal long term is to be able to do that. And then from there, um, you know, there's a lot of things I want to do. But for now that in terms of martial arts, that's what I want to do. And then hopefully be able to inspire other people and tell my story of my struggles and be able to, uh, you know, shine a light on that. And even just the struggle of being a woman in MMA at a predominantly male gym, even struggles like that are hard. And it, a lot of times that stuff that deters women and just females in general away from um, even starting MMA. So I want to be like um, an advocate for people who are afraid to start it and just really shine a light on how much um, inspiration and how much, I guess, um, life-changing aspects it can bring into other people's lives too. Dude, I love it. That's so awesome, Laura. I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm really, really happy that you have like set yourself on this like journey of like spirit and uh, like self-ownership and uh, you know and just like a really like powerful outlet to like put so much like creativity and energy and effort and uh, literally blood sweat and tears into um it's so awesome to see you doing this and i know that you've got it like i know you've got what it takes to like really like you know be like to go to go far with this and i i think that you can do what you set your mind to and i'll be cheering for you um i'd love to see you fight sometime that'd be cool hopefully once things start to slow down we can have shows because that was originally what was going to happen was there were hopefully going to be shows in wisconsin in madison or wherever yeah. and i would have loved to have everyone come so hopefully in the next year, two years, we can have people again and, you yes. know, um, you can watch. And if anyone um, watch listening or watching wants to know of a fight coming up um, on October 29th, my boyfriend will be fighting on UFC Fight Pass for CFFC. His name is Lenny the Gorilla. So I just had to give him a shout out too because oh, I know oh, he yes. likes that. <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully in the next year or so. But um, thank you so much for saying that that means a lot to me and I feel like you and I both you, you know we've unfortunately we haven't seen each other in so long but I'm glad that we're able to still have this bond and be able to connect and just have really good conversations and I know that you're going to go far and you know I I'm hoping that everything's going well for you and I'm just wishing you the best for everything right now totally thank you so much Laura and uh, no, I appreciate that very much that's very kind of you to say and um yeah, I mean, I think you're already a hero in all of the ways you said that you are because you're actually out here doing it. You know, you are a woman fighting in a male-dominated um, um, field of sport. And uh, you're, you're already showing that, like, it's, like, that it can be done. And if, like, you and, like, you know, if that's what you want for yourself, like no one can tell you otherwise. And um, exactly. that's really awesome it's to see. Internal. You know, yeah. it's all, at the end of the day, the baseline of everything is just believing that you can do it. And I guess that's what kind of a good way to wrap it up too with everything with martial arts, whether you're going into the 
going into the, the cage of the, the, the ring or just anything in life, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to start a podcast, anything, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If you believe in yourself, that is enough to take you anywhere in life. Yes. Laura, as we're closing out here, uh, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Well, last night I was thinking about what I was going to talk about on the podcast. I'm not going to lie. I was like, my thoughts just started racing and racing. But I guess for me, what keeps me up at night is just everything in the world and just praying to God every night that we're going to find peace in this world and that everyone's going to find a mutual ground. And, you know, just finding more love in the world and just wanting to spread love. And I guess that's what I just want to, that's the only message I want to give out to anyone is just sending out love <laughs> to everyone. What of this? What <laughs> of this? <laughs> what um? What puts you to sleep? Um, knowing that there are good people out in the world, and knowing and believing for me at least believing in a higher power. Um, that you can see through other people and see through good people like yourself, and being able oh, to see you that too. just means that. <laughs> but being able to see that and know that there are genuinely good people in the world like for all the bad people in the world there are just so many good things and so many good people that you know we got to focus on that more than all the negativity totally yeah and uh We're really seeing that this year you know mm-hmm. like the good hearts and the broken hearts or the the tarnished hearts the misguided hearts like we're seeing a lot of that all come out this year and uh yeah you know i'm i uh i'm glad we can have exchanges like this and really like share that love in the space um so thank you again laura so much for being on the show um you you bet you. you did great laura you, you were, this is awesome. I'm so glad I learned a lot. And uh, for everyone, yeah, for everyone watching, uh, um, MMA, baby, check it out. See if it's for you. Um, yes. See, uh, think about getting involved in self-defense. And uh, yeah, um, thank you for watching Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.